Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a fantastic tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. It's that time of year again. The nights are getting cooler and fall is on the horizon. Cool weather means posting up in your favorite cozy spot with a cup of your favorite coffee or tea. Cool weather means bonfires, hoodies, and putting your favorite drink in a koozie. Well, we have you covered in all of those areas. Head over to buyjack.com CEP and get a hold of a mug, koozie, or hoodie and support Raised on the Radio and look great doing it. In this episode, we chat about the birth of Colt's newborn son, Joe Rogan and the ivermectin debate, Angelina Jolie and her recent comments about Brad Pitt, and so much more. If you'd like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on the social medias. You can reach us on the Raised on the Radios, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages, and believe it or not, you can even find us on TikTok now. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Well, hello there. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend and Pat, my good friend. I'm See, dude, it's been... Like a month, right? At least. Rough, man. I knew I was going to mess it up. I was so close. Got to get your chops back, dude, dude. I had the rhythm for a second, and then it just went away. Anyways, I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair, in Zoom land as usual. It's been a month off, sir. There's been a lot of things going on. People miss us, right? Don't you think? Oh, for sure. Okay, good. If nothing yeah. else, I missed you, if that makes you feel any better. That makes me feel so joyous inside. <laughs> Well, let me let me take this opportunity on the pod to to let our listeners know that we all need to congratulate you on being a proud dad. I appreciate that. We we you like myself have brought a young man into this world. Yes. Bringing more white males into the world, that's, upsetting the woke community. That's exactly what we need, right? Look at us. I'm glad I can and do I, my I'm part. I'm not even allowed to say straight white males <laughs> at this point because they might not be, and that would be rude to other people. So we're bringing white males into this world. <laughs> Congratulations. How's it feel? Um, I'm still getting used to it, but but the weird feeling is is that it doesn't feel like he's he, like he's only been here a month, but it feels like he's always been here, right? Like it, there's no way that a month ago he was in my wife's stomach. There's no way. Yeah. I often feel like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I think about times when, when my son wasn't here and I was like, I was kind of an asshole. Maybe he, <laughs> maybe he should have come a lot sooner. Maybe that would have reduced myself and so many other people so much pain. But um, so you yeah, no, it's, it's hard to imagine them not here once they're here. Yeah. So you felt that too, like the attitude change? Was that like an immediate thing? Did it take time for you to kind of see that you... Like your, I guess your attitude or your demeanor might have changed a little bit just because of him. I see. That's the thing. Like people always, I think we talked about this before, but people would be like, "It's going to change your life. Nothing's about you anymore." And blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "You're really saying obvious things to me." Like <laughs> I know, I know, I get it, but I don't think I've changed as a person. You know. Uh huh. Um, my attitude has changed because I love him so much. I love being a dad to my child. Right. He's awesome. He's like my best friend now. So like that sure is going to change you. I think that's, um, inevitable, but, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, so many people who just were like, yeah, it's gonna this and that, and you're not going to be able to do this and this and that. And I'm like, well, we'll see about that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Did you, do you feel like you were ever became like more emotional? Um, yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like kids stuff makes me kind of emotional now. Um, what did we just, we just watched something. I can't remember what it was. Damn it. It's going to 
drive me crazy. Baby crying. I heard that. <laughs> He's having issues right now. Uh oh. Um, dude, I wish I could remember. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. So we watched um, Sweet Girl. It's a movie on uh, Netflix. Okay. And like, there's a you know the, the it's got a Aquaman in it. Anyway, his wife dies of cancer. He's got this daughter. He goes through the trials and tribulations of trying to move on without his wife and. He finds out that she didn't get the drugs she needed to stay alive longer, all this shit. But I just remember the entire time I'm watching, I'm like, I don't know if I feel bad for Aquaman. I think I feel worse for his daughter. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't know. And I was just saying the entire time, it's like, that dude's such a big, like, he like stands out as not a normal human being. It's right. Like this giant guy with long hair and a long beard. And he clearly looks like not white. It's just hard to imagine him being a dad and being like a normal guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. I don't know. Anyway, I, had, I had the same. It it's a good movie. I had the same thing watching. Have you seen the movie Fatherhood? That new Kevin Hart Netflix movie? Yes. yes. It was actually a pretty solid movie. And it was, it was, but for me, it was weird watching it because it, I watched it like two weeks ago. So my son was only two years old or two weeks old at that point. And I was just thinking like two weeks ago, I wouldn't feel like actually internally what is happening in this movie. Yeah. But now that he's here, it's like, I, I, I feel everything that's going on here. And it just, it, not that I was emotional, just like it was weird that I feel what's going on right now in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, someone, whoever recommended that to us, they're like, it's, it's gonna, it's a tearjerker. It's going to bum you out. And I was like, okay. And then I watched, I was like, well, this is sad for sure, but I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I am nowhere close to getting that emotional. It was a good movie, though. Yeah. And from someone who's not a Kevin Hart fan, I, that's that's saying a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Yeah. So that. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. You feel things differently now, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know if I've changed necessarily. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, you said you're less of an asshole. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> trying to be anyway. I mean. It, I'm sure he doesn't want to be raised by an asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And if you're an asshole, he will probably cling on to that and become an asshole as he grows up too. And you don't really want that. Sure. But through social media and everything else, he could just become an asshole on his own, right? It's possible. Have you thought of that about that kind of stuff already? Yeah. I just want to keep him away from it for right. as long as possible. Right. Like, Have you set any like age parameters on that yet? Uh, once you're out of the house, that's <laughs> yeah, going to be mine. You can't have a Facebook page until you're 18. Wow. And if you're still living at home when you're 18, you don't get one. Sorry. I mean, it's going to happen anyway, but by the, it's hard. Telling, I know that's unrealistic. It's hard, hard telling where we will be at by the time that he's able to actually be of age to get Facebook or something. Like it's hard telling if Facebook will still be a thing or like how gigantic it'll be or, you know, what yeah. other kind of apps there will be out there. Cause I feel like the old, yeah. I feel, you know, I'm only 33, but I feel like the old guy already when it comes to like apps and stuff like that. Like I can't, I don't, not that I necessarily want to keep up, but I think that's important for like a parent to be keeping up on those things, to know what's out there and to know like what to shelter your kids from, you know? Yeah. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I want to keep them away from a lot of stuff for as long as I can. I know, you know, it's going to be tough because, you know, they have to go to school. They have to be around other kids who, let's be honest, will have shitty parents mm -hmm. who will let them do a lot of the things and say a lot of the things and be a lot of the ways I don't want him to be. So it's up to us to kind of educate him to, to all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, um, it's, it's weird to think about too. I was having this conversation with someone else, like, the way that I grew up is there were rules, but I don't know. We were kind of like just left to kind of do our own thing. Yeah. Cause my parents are boomers. Mm -hmm. The boomer generation. I'm not going to say they weren't concerned with. I'm not, well, how do I say this? I'm not going to say that they weren't concerned about being parents, but I think their idea of being parents is just so much different than it is now mm -hmm. where it was like, feed them, give them something to do and the, you'll be fine. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Um, and in most, so and, and, and in a lot of households for people like our age, 
Like that feeding time wasn't until like dinner. And it's like, go outside, do something yeah. out there. I don't want to see your face until it's dinner time. Exactly. You can't exactly. do you can't do that these days, especially in the city like you. I, I, there ain't no way I would trust my kid to just go out and be out all day long and tell him to come back later. Yeah. Yeah. And I would be gone all day. Yeah. All day. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see how that develops. <laughs> yeah, it's just different. It's just different. Yeah. And I was exposed to some some shit. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I know what I want him to avoid for sure. But it's going to be tough, man. Yeah. And social media is going to make it that much harder. Mm-hmm. You know? You know? Ugh. What are you going to say? No, I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, in what way? What do you mean by how is social media going to make it that much harder? Just access well, to things instance. or access to people? or Yeah, yeah, okay. just hearing bad ideas, bad thoughts. Gotcha. You know, we were having a conversation recently um, about him, him eventually being exposed to racism. How are we going to handle that? Because he's certainly not going to learn it from us, mm-hmm. but he will someone somewhere will expose him to something, an idea, a word, behavior, whatever the case may be. And it's going to be up to us to like discover that and then have, you know, use it as a teaching moment. Like, no, 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 that's not the way we, it's not the way we do things. Right. Um, but that will be, and that's going to suck too. Cause I'm gonna be like, who said it? What's their address? Cause we're going over there. Right now. <laughs> um, that's going to be tough, you know, because I really will want to get involved more so than just beyond the teaching moment. Be like, hey, fuck face. You're still using that word in 2030, whatever, whatever year it's going to be like you're yeah. an asshole. Stop I th- I think teaching you, your kids. I think you have I enough know. like family, uh, like friends, family and in, in, uh, of that, that you're probably going to be able to teach him right from wrong when it comes to that before he actually gets out there and is stuck in a situation to learn it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, I, I think, I hope so. Yeah. I think, I, I think so. you, I think you guys can be a fi- fine on that, that aspect. I think we will. I think we will, you know, um, and believe me, if he ever, ever was exposed to anything like that and it slipped out in front of, he, he has to worry about my wife more so than me. Yeah. <laughs> She'll probably beat them in public. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. It's been, um, so here's the, the important question. Do you feel like it has changed you? Meaning, do you still think you, you know, you're like, are you still interested in the same things? You still want to do the same things? Cause a lot of times this is the thing that people told me. You're not going to want to do the same things you wanted to do before you had kids. Kids are going to change that. And I don't, I, and if anything, I think the goals and the ambitions that my wife and I have, they've intensified because we have a kid. Absolutely. Meaning we want to give him all of the best stuff. Mm -hmm. We want him to see all of the coolest things. Right. So on and so forth. Yeah. Well, it's like, because you want that kid to be interested in what you're interested in, because that's what makes it so awesome. Right. So like, it's not that I might, it's not that my, the things I'm interested in are going to change. It's that, like you said, they're going to intensify because, you know, he, he's only a month old, but I'm, and I'm like torn because I want him to stay a month old, like that's small. But then again, I'm like, man, it's gonna be so cool when you get older and you can do stuff. And like the things that I'm interested in, I can get you interested in and we can do together kinds of things, you know, but other than that, the only thing that's really changed is I don't mind, you know, on a Friday or Saturday night, just being at home, just hanging out, watching TV, with him versus like actually, you know, I don't, I can't speak for, you know, a whole lot about it because like I said, it's only been a month and I've only had him, you know, I haven't had him that long, but that's the only thing that has really stuck out to me so far is like, I really don't care to go out and do this or that right now. I'd I'd rather just be sitting at home, hanging out with him. Yeah. You'll probably start, you know, once you guys start going out as a family too, you're going to find that as a new experience that you really enjoy as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, taking them out to dinner, being a family at dinner, Mm-hmm. Having a few beers, having a meal, you know, letting, having him letting drunk women sniff his head and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. People sniffing his head, you know. Um, but it's a new experience that I think you'll you'll probably enjoy. 
yeah um and appreciate because you guys do like to go out you do yeah. you do like to get out and go places so yeah having having the little dude there will just you know um he'll just be a part of it that's yeah. cool yeah the only thing that's an issue now is just that I don't really want to go out because of everything that's going on. And I, I know you felt this too. It took you a long yeah. time to get comfortable, you know, just kind of going out, but still keeping your distance while you're out and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. I, I, I should have prefaced my last statement with if the Delta variant doesn't wipe out the human race, then you'll right. enjoy I, who knows, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's still weird. I mean, it's still, you still gotta be careful, I guess. I don't know. Um, I mean, I, we are, I, you know, of course he doesn't have hardly any immune system because he's a, a new baby, right. but so yeah. any, only like close family and friends have been here to see him. And even them, everybody was wearing masks. Everybody, as soon as they walked in the door, were washing their hands and using sanitizer on their hands and all that kind of stuff. And I've got, you know, very close family that are nurses that still haven't got to see him yet or come over to the house because they're mm-hmm. exposed to COVID you know, at work and stuff like that. And it's killing them that they can't come over. But I appreciate them more than they know by, that they're not, you know, trying to come over because they know of the the issues that could, that it could cause. So, Right. Now, was the mask thing a requirement by you guys or were those people just being good people? A mixture of both. I mean, we, we, okay. we set that before we even uh, had him. You know, we told, we told everybody that... Uh, you know, we're going to have everybody come over like slowly and it'll probably only be a couple of people at a time. And then when we do, we do want you to wear masks and stuff like that. So vaccinated or not, uh, a mixture of both. Most of them have been vaccinated. Um, but so not, not all still of them. want them to wear a mask, even if they were vaccinated. Well, yeah, because I mean the, just everything else aside from COVID is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean that I too, you. I mean that too, but I, I think, and we don't have to go deep into this because I know it's a hot topic, but as far as being vaccinated or not vaccinated, d- just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean you can't have it. Right. Well, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> let's not go deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but I guess also there's the, you know, you want them to get exposed to certain things so their immune system can build. I can't remember what we did. I know like family came over pretty early on like really early on once we brought him home. But then after that, you know, we were still but right in the thick of COVID, you know, we didn't take him anywhere. You know, you no know, something, you know, something interesting. I heard my cousin has a baby that's um, a, around a year old right now. And she was worried the same thing because, you know, the past year has been a mess and that they haven't really taken their daughter out very much to like build an immune system, you know, to be exposed to anything that would help her immune system. Well, she talked to the doctor about that and said that she was worried about it. And the doctor told her, do you have a dog at home? And she's like, yeah. And she goes, then I wouldn't worry about it. She's like, honestly, yeah, just being exposed, exposed to, to dog. plenty at home. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I never even thought about that. That's pretty interesting. Oh, then my son's immune <laughs> system is tip top. We have two dogs. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it, it's well. That's cool that people have been able to see him. Yeah, the whole mask thing, and I was just curious about that. Um, you know who? Now let me ask you this: If you and Joe Rogan were friends, and you said, "All right, Joe, it's, you can finally come over and meet meet my son," do you think Joe would put on a mask? Hmm. I don't know. He seems like a guy. If I ask him to, he probably would. Oh, you think but so? But I think he's got enough enough horse dewormer in him that I think he's fine. All right. So, what do you make of all that? <laughs> um. So, to be clear, you're joking, right? Absolutely. You, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, you like everyone else I'm seeing online don't actually think he's taking horse dewormer. No, no. Okay. That that was. I mean, that was what everybody took off with because it is. I mean, there's there's different forms of ivermectin. Right. People right. just heard ivermectin and they're like, oh my God. And then just took off with the fact that he's going to, you know, the stable and getting horse dewormer and, you know, and taking it. That's, that's ridiculous. But correct. where I, where I'm wondering, I was, you, you sent me a clip earlier of Tom Segura on the Joe Rogan experience and he was kind of explaining himself and all that. Um, he said that he was like, 
he felt great within like four days, right? Four days period. Yeah. After every after the stuff he took, he felt great. A lot of people only go through like a day or two of it. I mean, I think I was I was a mine wasn't um, like put me in the hospital, but it did literally put me down for like six days straight, taking like Mucinex and whatnot. But I just wonder with his immune system being as good as it is and stuff like that. I wonder if he didn't take all that stuff and he just took Mucinex, would it only taken like three or four days and him be good again? Now that's, that's a great question, but you're under the assumption that he has a good immune system. I mean, okay. So he was taking the monoclonal antibodies and yes. you have to qualify for those. Okay, I'm not, I didn't, I, uh, I, I did not um, researched the monoclonal, it's monoclonal antibodies, is that what you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you yeah. done research on those? Like, do you know what those are? Yeah. So there are actual antibodies that you can get for COVID patients who have had the symptoms and are severe symptoms, but there are stipulations. Like in order for you to be eligible to get those, and by the way, they're not cheap if you do get them. Not cheap at all. Yeah. But there are certain stipulations as to, you know, how do you get those? Um, you have to be specific things. So here's the list that I found. You have to be at least 65 years old, which he is not. So let's eliminate that one. Hang on a You have to have a body mass index of more than 25 kilograms or if age 12 to 17 have a body mass index above the 85th percentile for their age and gender based on the CDC growth charts. So that's where I'm thinking he was eligible. He likely has a high body mass index because of his build. Okay. Now, are these... Are these or he's are, just using his wealth to just get stuff that normal people can't get. Are these the same... Are, are, we, are these the same antibodies that you get from the vaccine? No, they're not. I don't believe so. See, that's the part I don't know. But um, some of the other stipulations, you have to have a medical condition like chronic kidney disease, cardiovascular disease, including congenital heart disease or hypertension, diabetes, Down syndrome, dementia, liver disease, chronic lung disease, sickle cell or immunosuppressive disease or beyond immunosuppressive treatments. You also can be a current or former smoker, which I think is incredibly ridiculous history of stroke or cerebrovascular disease, current or history of substance abuse, uh, neurological disorders, or have a medical-related technological dependence. So for him, if he really was trying to meet the criteria of being eligible, I'm assuming it's coming from that body mass index, or he has a sickness or disorder that we don't know about. Or he's just friends with enough doctors that he can get a, a script written for him. Yeah. He definitely has the money and he knows the right people. Mm -hmm. So that clip was interesting on a few different levels. I'm going to start. Let's say we're going to go backwards. Okay. So he starts by talking about how he got sick, what, he's, what he did to not be sick anymore, so on and so forth. Let's not even talk about that yet. What I found interesting was Tom Tagura commented on the, the amount of people that said they wish he had been more sick, mm -hmm. right? Because he's been very outspoken about how he's not going to get the vaccine. He doesn't think all people should get the vaccine. Masks are for pussies, which he definitely has said. Now, was he joking? Maybe. Was it the right thing to be joking about on such a huge platform? Probably not. Can he say whatever he wants? Sure. Right. He has to understand that he's going to fall under heavy, heavy scrutiny if he makes a statement like that. So, but he's also been towing the line as far as how real he thinks COVID actually is and who it impacts the most. So the one thing that he said is to be healthy, which I agree with him. You should, you know, if you don't want to worry about COVID so much, a good start is being a healthy person, healthy diet, exercise, mental health, sleep, all that stuff. And I agree with him 100%. We've been talking about that since the beginning. But when you're towing the line about how real you actually think it is and how real you think your health is, because he kind of, again, implies that he's a healthy person, stays in shape, eats well, so on and so forth. So if you truly believe that, 
why did you exhaust all of your resources to get as much treatment as possible? Right. Because regular Joes like you and I don't have easy access to IV drips of 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't have, you know, the resources to just go out and get those antibodies or get ivermectin. Right. Mm -hmm. Could we? Sure. What is the price to be paid if we do? Right. Right. So if he truly believes that, A, it's not necessarily that real for people like himself, or B, that he's that healthy, then why not just stick it out and see what happens? True. Now, I certainly am not like everyone else on the other end. I didn't want the guy to be sick. Right. I didn't want any harm to be done to the guy well, from he, getting he, it. Well, he made the comment on that, too. He's like, I basically pissed everybody off because I got better so fast. You know, all yeah. these people who are like, I wish he would get sick. I wish he would die. I wish this, that, and the other. He just, you know, went completely against what they wanted and just pissed them off more. Here's what I wish he had said, though. It's fine. You did get better fast. But guess what? There are people who have gotten better quicker than you that didn't have any of the stuff you had. Yeah. Which is very, it's a very important distinction to make. Yeah. And it's something that should probably be said on that platform. The, the only thing right? that distinguishes him for me a little bit differently from other people is like I said, you know, three or four days, a lot of people get over the worst of it within three or four days by just sticking it out or by taking mucinex or whatever. They feel better. But he, didn't he actually take a COVID test after like the fourth day and he was, he was negative. I read that, but I don't know how true that is. Cause he, I, I seen a, a post on social media of him showing the negative COVID test. Right. Oh, by the way, we all don't have access to those things either. That's true. But that that's what, uh, to me, distinguishes them a, a little bit because most people wouldn't be showing a negative COVID test after four days, even if they felt better, right? It's, yeah. It normally stays in your system for quite a long time. So I, I, don't, I don't know how that works. I'll be curious to see how he talks about, if he even does talk about it anymore. I would imagine that after a Segura, he's probably not. I mean, someone might ask him if he has a guest on, they might ask him, but I'd be curious to see just how condescending his tone gets moving forward. Cause he feels like he beat it. Right. He so feels you think, like so was, you think he's going to be arrogant about it. He's already been arrogant about it. So that's been my biggest problem. Yeah. And it goes back to this bubble that I'm talking about that he lives in. And he just has to understand like, and he doesn't have to care about regular people. Maybe he's not a, you know, as a kind hearted of a person as it, maybe I thought he was in the beginning when I started listening to him in 2015 or whatever. <laughs> um, and he doesn't have to give a shit about you or I, but <laughs> expect the backlash. Yeah. You know, he says he doesn't pay attention to it. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Because yeah. Tom was like, Tom Segura was like, yeah, yeah, I read this and I read that. And he was, Joe Rogan was like, I don't pay attention to any of it. But then he, two minutes later said, yeah, I know people were upset that I didn't get that sick. Okay, well, you know, something's happening. Yeah, you're not completely blind to all of it. You're yeah. not oblivious to all of it. Um, so I'd be I'm curious to see what his tone is moving forward. Yeah. Um. And look, you don't want to get the vaccine. You don't want to get the vaccine. Uh, you know. But again, we all don't have the resources he has. Right. Hey, has he earned those resources? Sure. Has he earned the right to get the best medical care? to know the best doctors who can get him, um, you know, different treatments than just getting the Pfizer vaccine. Sure. Doesn't mean we can't talk about them. Right. (laughs) Well, another, another thing is too, you know, when it comes to the social media thing, it's, you know, how many, I'm sure you had friends on your social media that took off with that whole ivermectin thing too, about, you know, as soon as somebody said that they were taking ivermectin, all of a sudden it's like they're taking horse and cow, uh, medicine, like you don't, don't do that. And I did the same thing. As soon as I seen that on social media, I think I actually shared it, uh, on Facebook and said, you know, people, we just need to let people start weeding themselves out if this is true. Well, you know, that was before I knew that there's actually a human form of this. All the social media is showing is just, oh, well, there's spike numbers of poison control calls because people are taking, you know, the, the actual horse and cow form of this, not, you know, not people form. And uh, it wasn't until the next day after I shared that, that I seen the the, uh, the article about Joe Rogan saying that he took it. And to me, all of a sudden something clicked and I'm like, okay, there's got to be something more to this because Joe Rogan's not an idiot. 
Like he's a, one of the smarter guys out there, you know? So he, he's not just going to take something just idiotically like that. It, but I think there's other sides that are people, people that see it and see that he took that and they're like, so Joe Rogan is as big of a moron as everybody else that's taking this stuff. When right. you know that he's got a lot of science to back it up before he would do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I never once thought that he was one of those morons, but there are those morons. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the other thing too, and I don't have the science to talk about it because I'm a moron when it comes to that stuff. But the fact that if you looked at what ivermectin is, it's it's supposed it's for paras it's like a parasite, right? Not a not virus. Correct. So that's what's weird to me. Rogan talked about it a little bit in that clip, um, but I couldn't understand what the heck. I don't think he understood what he was reading. He tried to read it. And he couldn't. He couldn't pronounce he most know. of the words, and he yeah. doesn't know what he was what he was taking either. So I don't know. I just thought I thought that was interesting to because there was a two different things: a virus and a parasite are two different things. So that was weird to me. Correct. Correct. My wife could break down the science for you better on that, and oh, really? she did at the start of this. You know, when people were posting on social media that they were taking the horse version mm-hmm. of ivermectin. Uh, at the end of the day, science or no science, you know that there are people out there that are just anti-vax that are just going to do it because they're morons. Yeah. But are, the, but are these same people that won't get a vaccination because they don't know what's in it? Correct. Tell me what's in ivermectin. They can't. <laughs> They can't or because it's yeah. And same people, like I said, the, these same people who won't get the vaccine are a majority of them are smokers. A majority of them have terrible diets. Um, not a majority. There are folks that are 100% outspokenly against getting the vaccine, but still put thousands and thousands of chemicals in their body every day. They don't know the source of them. They don't know what they are. Right. Um, so just say you don't want to do it. Right. That's it. That's what, that, that's, that's what I would rather. That's what I would rather see. I would rather not. Don't like. Don't give me an explanation for it. And I, you know, I have a lot of friends and family who um, have no desire to get the vaccine. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. You, do, you do you. Now, you know, is but, it because they just don't want to, or it's because they have some conspiracy theory that's attached their this as, idea to their brain as and far, they now as, have to spread that idea. Right. As far as close people goes, it's not really, or like close people to me, it's not really a matter of that. It's mainly just, they don't, they, it's something they don't want to do. It, some people, it's like a freedom thing, kind of like they're, you want to force me to do something that I don't want to do. One of those right. kinds of things. But uh, for the most part, it's not conspiracy related or anything like that. It's just something they don't want to, they don't want to do just like a flu shot or, you know, anything right. like that. And that, uh, fair enough. And, and again, I, I would say I respect that more than just spreading this misinformation. Right. You know, and that's one of the things he said in that clip too, was it kind of annoys me and he does this a lot, but he talks about, there was a study singular, not studies, plural. There was a study that showed that if you've had COVID, the antibodies you build after you've had COVID are six to 13% more effective than the Pfizer vaccine. Right. Really? What study was that Joe? That's the kind of shit that he says that really bugs me, right? Yeah. If he had said studies, I would have been like, okay, <laughs> let me go ahead and fact check that because there are multiple I could try and find. He just said one, didn't say who did it. There was a study that showed that, yeah. right? So he has to understand like, on his platform when he says something like, like that, he's telling someone, someone else other than you and I, someone who doesn't think that getting COVID is more effective than getting the vaccine. Right. Mm -hmm. He said that without saying it. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not true. We can, we can't, you can't even begin to think that's true. That's, that's, that's a scary, that's scary territory to enter around anything. Forget about just COVID. You can say that about anything. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Are they, so, you know, with your wife being a nurse, are they, uh, is she saying that, because I've, I've been hearing like with this Delta variant going around that the ICUs are full everywhere and that I, I want to, I seen something, uh, a news posted the other day saying that there's like, 
95% of ICUs are full right now. Like there's only 5% in Missouri left or something like that, that they can actually hold people. Yeah. And they and even, um, yeah. even even to hold those people, they still don't have like all the ventilators they need and all that kind of stuff for, for people. Like people are passing away and there's just nothing that they can really do about it. Yeah, it's a shit show, man. Yeah. It's, but I think the thing that I've realized, and again, it doesn't change anything necessarily, but COVID's here. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Vaccine or not, it's not going anywhere. It's a, it's a, it exists. It's here. We're just going to have to deal with it. We are, we're, our lives are now adjusted to, to that idea. Um, and I, again, I kind of go back to where, where most people are battling with their own, their own gut, their own, their own decision-making, you know, what's best. Who do I listen to? Do I listen to myself? Do I listen to the CDC? Do I listen to Fauci? Do what do I do? You know, a lot of people haven't decided. And of those people, there are some that are going to the hospital because they're getting sick of those people. There are some that are getting vaccinated because they go their their desire to not be sick is stronger than the, the conspiracy, the conspiratorial part of their brain. I don't know. I mean, but uh, yeah, you know, you're hearing about all that stuff. It's, it's unfortunate. I think even crazier are the amount of nurses who don't aren't returning to work. They're just saying, fuck it. Oh, really? I'm not going to be a nurse anymore. Oh, yeah. 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 Just, I'm not going to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Why? Why want to do it? I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself at risk more so than most people. And then people are going on the news and on the internet t- saying that I'm no hero and this and that, which fine. I don't think most want to be heroes, but I don't know. If I were, if I were under that scrutiny 24 seven, all while having to do what everyone who's talking about it isn't doing. I probably would just find something else too. Yeah. I don't know. My yeah. wife is working significantly less than she was. That's by, know, that's by her, that's by her choice. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't blame her. I, I eventually don't want her to work, but you know, how dare I, <laughs> I am woman. Hear me roar. So she says, <laughs> how dare I, I'm not sexist because I want my wife to be at home, not working with my child. It doesn't make me sexist, but apparently that makes you sexist these days. So hang on. Is your wife telling you that that makes you sexist? I don't, you know, we won't get into it. People are. are. Did you see, that's funny. Speaking of husbands and wives, did you see that um, another celebrity has yet again been accused of being, you know, uh, abusive? You seen the latest? This is a big one. I don't think so. Like how recently are we talking? Oh, recent, real recent. So Angelina Jolie has come out and stated that she feared for her and her children's safety while she was married to Brad Pitt. Apparently he was incredibly abusive physically and verbally. What do you make of that? (laughs) Does this interest you? Is this why you're you're bringing this up? Because this interests you? I, I bring it up because as a as 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 a student of the media i find it incredibly problematic that people can just come out and make these statements and then now brad pitt has to face the backlash for for what reason with what proof other than her just making statements how long there's no physical evidence there's nothing right she just said it how long have they been divorced i don't know here let me pull up a story here who do we trust more the new york post or buzzfeed news uh, Let's go to New York Post. Are they both going to say the same thing? Probably, I, but I <laughs> probably I probably distrust them equally. But let's do it anyway. Okay. What happened? New York Post just broke my internet. I think I think it's all a lie because Angelina Jolie was Tomb Raider. She's not going to get beat up by Brad Pitt. He's fucking Tyler Durden, bro. What are you trying <laughs> to say to me right now? I didn't mean to insult you. <laughs> What actually is happening right now? Um, <clears throat> the actress claims that she was scared for my whole family during the union. I'm not the kind of person who makes decisions like the decisions I had to make lightly, she told the paper. I'm not the kind of person who makes decisions like the decisions I had to make lightly. 
It makes sense. It's just weirdly worded. Horribly worded. It took a lot for me to be in a position where I felt I had to separate from the father of my children. Jolie and Pitt share six children. Uh, Julie filed for divorce in 2016. Pitt was cleared of child abuse allegations made by the Los Angeles County Department of Children and Family Services regarding an incident between him and Maddox on a plane from U.S. to Europe. What? So Maddox is their oldest of the children. So there were allegations back, like at least a few years back, that he Let's had abused his kid? Brad Pitt won a key battle in his child custody war with Angelina Jolie this week when he was cleared of abuse allegations by the L.A. County Department. Uh, Pitt was being investigated for an alleged incident with the one of the Hollywood couple's six kids son, Maddox, when, who was then 15. So this was five years ago, aboard a private jet. TMZ reported Wednesday that the L.A. Children and Family Services officials did not find any abuse in the matter stemming from the argument between Pitt and the boy and that the case was exhaustively investigated. Social workers interviewed Pitt, Jolie, and the kids and witnesses on the plane. Everyone cooperated in the investigation. No further action will be taken. So there was an argument between he and his son. Gotcha. Um, while the duo are now legally divorced, they're still battling over custody of their children. So clearly, not clearly, but this feels like an attempt to win that custody battle. No. It does, because I'm pretty sure the last thing I heard was that she was trying to get custody of, like, full custody of all of them, or he didn't get any. The Inglorious Bastards actor was first granted joint custody of the former couple's five minor children in May. I like how they called him the Inglorious Bastards actor. Really? None of the other movies he's been in? <laughs> um Jolie said the divorce had been traumatic and added, I mean, in some ways, it's been the last decade. There's a lot I can say. I think at the end of the day, even you and a few people who you love are the only people who know the truth of your life, what you fight for, or what you sacrifice, or what you've suffered. You come to be at peace with that, regardless of everything going on around you. I don't know. So again, she can say this, and then now he's an asshole. He's a bastard. I just, it's, it's weird, but... Like we've said before, people can just come out and say whatever they want now and good luck getting past it. Yeah, but it's the same issue we've dealt with before. It's like, if it's true, then yeah, it definitely needs to be said. And fuck him if if it is true. However, it's just too easy to be able to make claims and make statements that nobody knows if they actually are true. And, yeah. and a lot of times, if they... If it, does come out of a woman's mouth it's more believed yeah but hasn't it been proven not claimed that she's a nutbag uh, hasn't she done that herself with her well you say proven you say proven what do you mean by that like some of her actions <laughs> in the public eye couldn't they be considered a little bit loony you have any examples i don't know wearing billy bob thornton's blood around her neck Okay, that was that a little. That was starters. odd. That was odd. I don't know. Um, getting with Brad Pitt while he was still married to another woman. Eh, not really the best idea, but she did it anyway. Well, I mean, it's Hollywood, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not. A, it's not as big of a deal in Hollywood, I don't think. But that's proof of not the best decision making right okay hollywood or not no yeah but i don't know that that makes her a nutbag all right here's what i'm gonna do i'm going to google <laughs> angelina jolie crazy behavior and let's see what we can come up with oh geez i don't want to sound like i'm defending tyler durden but i guess in a way i am right also because you said Laura Croft could. You know what is a terrible movie is that movie they're in together, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, where they actually do fight in the movie. I've seen that one time. That movie sucks. It wasn't memorable. Um, that, that one fight scene was the only memorable thing in it for me. Nothing about that movie is memorable other than her body. Um, yes, that's me being sexist again. I heard um, it. I heard it. 
You heard it, so is everyone else. That's fine. <laughs> um, she cast destitute children for a movie by taunting them with money. Recently, Jolie encountered backlash for her filmmaking methods when describing how she cast the children's role. The film, shot in, a can- in Cambodia, is an adaptation of the memoir, First They Killed My Father. The casting was not only unorthodox, but deeply disturbing. As described in an interview with Vanity Fair, the casting director put money on a table in front of the Cambodian orphans, told them to brainstorm things they needed the cash for, and instructed them to steal it away. Okay. That time she appeared to enjoy kissing her own brother a bit too much. You ever seen that video? I don't think so. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's gross. Okay. Angelina Jolie is quite closer to her brother, James Haven, but sometimes their relationship looks a little too sexual for comfort. Jolie took Haven as her date to the 2000 Academy Awards. To the shock or delight of the paparazzi, the two locked lips on the red carpet for a rather long kiss. Jolie was hanging on her brother and describing being in love. Jolie's childhood nanny explained it away as a sister needing the support of a brother. The kiss came on the day their mother was first treated for cancer. But for something so taboo, it's hard not to see it as slightly creepy. Jolie once tried to hire someone to kill her. Jesus. Okay, now that that gets nutty. She exchanged blood with then-husband Billy Bob Thornton for wearing around their necks. She was married in rubber pants and a bloody t-shirt. Her first spouse, Johnny Lee Miller, married her in 1996. They met while filming the 1995 film Hackers. The two were only married for three years, but their wedding was certainly strange. She reportedly donned rubber pants and a T-shirt with Johnny, Johnny Lee Miller's name written on it in blood. The two have remained close over the years. She was sexually adventurous and kinky from a very young age. I don't care about that. Uh, <laughs> her backup plan, if acting failed, was to be a funeral director. Uh, a relationship with her father was mostly been tumultuous yeah didn't john voight just disown her pretty sure Mm, i don't know i know way about way more about angelina jolie now than i ever have in my life you're welcome Uh uh-huh appreciate you for that anyway i don't know man I, I didn't find it interesting necessarily other than it's just another case of someone saying something and now the person they said it about has to, again, face the backlash and move past the backlash, which we've seen can't be easy. Right. But it's, have you ever heard anything about Deshaun Watson? Cause uh, I know he was trying to, I know there were a lot more allegations that were put on him after we talked about it last, but the only thing I've heard now is that he is inactive and he is not a starting quarterback for the Texans. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor was named starting quarterback, but he still gets to play. He still gets a paycheck, right? I assume. I don't know how that works. I don't know what he's in. What they're saying he's inactive for. Houston Texans now starting quarterback, and it's not Sean Watson. Again, which of these do I want to? Uh, we'll just do. But but it, it's also an odd situation because you got a quarterback who wants to go somewhere else. And you have a team that doesn't want to let him go, but they're still going to keep him on as a quarterback and pay him. Okay, so wait. So this is news to me. So 10 of the 20 women have filed complaints with the Houston police. But they're all still civil suits, right? There's no criminal. He's not under any criminal investigation, right? That's what we figured out last time, but I don't know if anything's changed since then. Apparently not. So Deshaun Watson will be on the roster, but will not play. Uh, Stolen roster. He's probably not going to probably not going to play this year, barring some sort of dramatic change. Unless the Texans do something as you go into the year, they'll probably try to trade him next off season. And we'll be doing this all over again. Why would they hold on to him for a whole season? I don't know. Maybe they don't think they can get anything for him now because this is still so fresh, but maybe a year from now, maybe there will have been some sort of resolution and then they'll get, because another team's probably gonna have to buy out his contract, which they're probably not gonna want to do with everything that's Tyra going on. Tyra Taylor was almost accidentally killed by his team doctor. What? Really? 
Sure, Tyler Taylor is grateful for the opportunity to prove he can still provide value at the position. This is a guy who somehow always ends up with the worst possible situations to do so. Agreed. Case in point, the Texans are a sweltering dumpster fire, <laughs> with most NFL experts projecting them to finish the season with the worst record in the league. There's also the fact that the last time the 32-year-old was named a starter for the Los Angeles Chargers last season, he lost his job only because a team doctor punctured his lung. I, I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I did too. While administering an injection for his cracked ribs. Yeah, that guy, I'll be honest, when the Browns got him, I was excited. I was excited, and he played well. And he really only lost his job because Baker Mayfield came in and won a game. <laughs> like, he wasn't playing bad. Yeah. You know, like he wasn't playing poorly. He wasn't, yeah. playing, he wasn't great. He wasn't lighting the fucking the league on fire, but right. he was playing well. Yeah, that guy has some bad, bad luck. I totally forgot about that punctured lung thing. I guess who took over for him in with the Chargers? Justin Hubert, is that right? Justin Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. So he must have. And he's like he's good. Yeah, I was gonna say that he must have proved good. himself for sure because they they held on to him as a starter this year. Oh no, that guy's good. Yeah. That guy had a good season last year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's a, he's that young. He's like a part of that young group of quarterbacks that like him and we we talked about this before him and. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, and there was somebody else we said too. Oh, you when know, you got some uh, young guys. You got Josh Joe Allen, like all yeah. these guys. Like, dude, like how crazy is it that Patrick Mahomes is now like a veteran? I know, dude. It. You know what I mean? I was just like, thinking about that the other day. Like, it it seems like Cam Newton and Russell Wilson just got drafted like not too long ago, but they are like veteran veterans in the league now. Cam Newton. Dude. What's ha- what's happening with him, man? Where do you think he's going? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it just goes to show that talent doesn't necessarily get you everything in the NFL. You have to have something that separates you from everyone else as far as like your leadership qualities. I, I think that has to be the only thing. The dude's fucking talented, right? I don't think yeah. there's any denying that. Like, of there, he's one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. So the fact that he's not on a team and like people like I saw someone the other day on ESPN saying, well, he's maybe he's not a starter now. Fuck that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, but there has to be these, these intangibles that he just doesn't have. Like, well, like I said, like leadership and that's uh, like the just, whole, the whole Denver situation right now. They've, you know, they've announced that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the, the, uh, starting quarterback for Denver, which I'm fine with. I like Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I was kind of hoping that Locke would get it, but Locke doesn't have the experience and he hasn't been a starter for an NFL team and Bridgewater has. Plus he's yeah. played under some big names, you know, so. Right. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, another unlucky dude. Mm-hmm.